Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're learning Masechus Erevin, Perak 10, Mishnah 10, Perak Yud, Mishnah Yud, and Mishnah Yud Aleph. And we are discussing doors. There are multiple ways for locking a door, but one of the ways in which they would lock a door was to take some sort of bolt and they would insert it into a hole that was right next to the door, probably in the threshold or on the wall. And thus, when you put the bolt in there, the door would bang. When you tried to open the door, it would bang into this piece, this bolt, and it wouldn't open. And that was the way you locked it. The problem is, as you can probably imagine, taking a bolt and wedging it into a hole that's in the floor or in the th- in threshold of the door or in the wall of the door... That resembles as if you're a building. You're like, you're adding on in addition to the house. You're putting a bolt into the wall again or into the threshold. So when is that permitted? When is it not permitted? So uh, we're going to see in our Mishnah that, well, before, the context of our Mishnah is that if you don't use a bolt, but let's say you use a fork or a knife, which is clearly a utensil and not something you're using to add on to your building, so then that's going to be permitted. Now our Mishnah is going to discuss something where it's unclear what exactly is it or is it not is it or is it not a resembling utensil, or is it not resembling utensil, and therefore it's prohibited? Let's say you have this bolt, but it ra- has a round knob at the end. Relazer also Relazer forbids it. Now, what's the significance of a round knob? So a round knob you can use for pounding spices. You can use it for a hammer of some sort. Yet Relazer says, still, even though it could be used as a, um, as a, um, uh, a utensil, since its primary usage is one of, uh, of serving as a bolt for the door, therefore it's not enough that it has some ancillary use if you want it to be. Rather, we say the only thing that's going to be permitted to lock this door by inserting it into the threshold or to the wall is if it's actually a utensil. But something that could be used as a utensil, that's not enough, and Rehazer therefore forbids using this on Shabbos. Rehazer says no, since it has a usage as a utensil, therefore it does not appear to be building. We didn't extend this gazera onto that. I can cite proof for this. What's my proof? That in, in Tiberia there was a synagogue of holy people, and they in fact would use this sort of bolt that had a knob at the end on Shabbos. Thus we say it's permitted. And then what happened? Comes along Rabbi Eliezer and the, um, excuse me, Gamliel and the elders, and they say, no, you're not allowed to do so. Therefore, we see Rehazer says, I have proof that it's forbidden to do this. Because in a, a place of holy people where they would do it, once the rabbi said, don't do it, they stopped doing it. And I, what do you mean But this bolt can be, uh, with the uh, knob at the end, can be used for spices? That's not enough because its primary usage is just for the door. Rabbi Yosiomer, no, 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 you missed it up. That's not the story. He says, you, you, when you were, we were at story time, you heard it wrong. The story is they treated it as forbidden. They would not use this lock. Until Bar Rigamulil as a came to your land, Rigamulil comes along and says, "No, you're allowed to use this lock. Why are you allowed to use it?" They said, "It's uh, it's, it's it looks like we're adding onto the building." And Rigamulil said, "No, because there's a bolt at the end. There's a there's a this knob at the end. It, it can be used for spices. Thus, it's not. We're not going to answer it to say that it looks like you're building." So we have this mission is Machlokus Rigamulil and Rabbi about how we look at a bolt with a knot or how we look at a, a, a thing that a uh, bolt which could have another use other than locking the door. Do we say that's enough to, to fulfill the requirement or to fulfill the obli- um, the definition of this being not a bolt, but rather a utensil, thus it doesn't appear to be adding onto a building on Shabbos, the position of Yossi, or Rabbi Eliezer says no, so long as its primary usage is for locking the door, therefore even if it could be used theoretically for some other 
uh, activity, that's not enough, and one cannot insert into the hole of the threshold or the, or the wall on Shabbos because it looks like you're adding on to the building. Okay, what if you tie a rope to this uh, this knob, this bolt, excuse me, even if there's no knob, so it's very clear and apparent that it's a lock, again, because it's tied to the door, and it's not that you're adding on to the building, but but rather it's a, it's a lock. Nagar what if you have a, uh, a, a tie, a, a rope onto it? So our mission is going to tell us as follows. If the rope is so long that when you open and close the door, it pulls the rope, which only then subsequent pulls the bolt, as in the, it's dragging on the floor. So it doesn't. it's so long that if one were to look at it, and they, people wouldn't necessarily realize and tie the two together, no pun intended, to realize that the bolt is attached to this door. Again, because it's so long, you could open and close the door and nothing really happens. Maybe it just drags a little bit. So then, no mikdash medina. So we'll see backwards. So then, it's not enough according to this position. It's not. It's it's not enough. It looks like you're adding on. Whether you're Rabbi or Rabbi Eliezer, right? Even Rabbi said, if there's no other usage other than locking the door, that's going to be prohibited. So if this this bolt is tied to the door with a long string, but it's when you open the door, it just drags the bolt a little bit. But it doesn't. It's not swinging there. So then, it's not enough in order to differentiate it and distinguish it uh, to being a lock. And then, if one inserts it, it looks like they're adding onto the building. Whereas if the string is short, so that the, this this um, bolt is swinging, so then it's very clear it's just a lock and it would be permitted. But now, if you noticed, I missed a word in the mission. I'll go back to it. In the in the mikdash in the temple, one's allowed to use this uh, bolt, which is dragging along the floor, connected to the rope, whereas in the rest of the country, one cannot. What's the distinction between the Mikdash, the temple, and the rest of the country? And the answer is going to be that there were uh, multiple rabbinic ordinances that are that prohibit things in the rest of the country, that being anywhere outside the Mikdash, which we waived for the actual Mikdash. Meaning to say that in the um, Mikdash itself, uh, we waive it and we allow one to violate these rabbinic ordinances. What are they? So that's going to be the subject to Mishnayas coming up in the future in this Masechta. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, no. Oh, sir, excuse me. However, the bolt is not tied, then even the Mikdash, we're not going to waive it, and therefore it's going to be Aser. If the bolt rests on the ground, so he's more lenient, as in it's not tied to the door, so we we, that, that we didn't we didn't forbid it in the mikdash, as in we wave it in the mikdash. But if it drags on the ground, so long as it's tied, it's permitted in the rest of the country. I wish you all a wonderful day.